Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. I hope everyone is having a wonderful evening. Thank you for uh, checking out another episode. Uh, we got a pretty cool show for you tonight. I'm actually really excited about this one, but first let's start off with some sponsors. As per the usual, we have Lorenzotti.coffee for all your delicious Italian coffee needs. Delivered directly to your door. Bring the taste of Italy home. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Definitely check this stuff out, man. This is really good coffee. I tell you guys week in and week out, and you guys are starting to order it, and I'm sure that you're starting to figure out how delicious it is. Uh, of course, executive producers of the show, anthemplanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, your home, your personal life. They're amazing people doing amazing work that the government sucks at and is extremely inefficient at. Uh, guys, tonight... We have a pretty cool show. Uh, you notice that I didn't say Top Lobster tonight as one of the sponsors of the show. As most of you know, he is a partner on the show. He's a great guy. I'm not even wearing any Top Lobster gear tonight. I got the mad ones on. Go give them some, some love. Uh, rocking my Cowboys hat. But I do have the, the custom BTC pillow. But you guys are going to want to join the channel tonight uh, so that you can throw up the custom lobster emoji for this man. But... Before we go on any further, I do have a pretty rad uh, endorsement of our guest tonight. So let's let's drop this real quick, see how this works. Hello, everybody. Today's the day, July 4th. We celebrate our independence, our beautiful, beautiful independence from China. We beat them so, so many years ago, and we beat them so, so much when Trump was in office. Now Biden's just giving him everything. He's giving it all the way to the Chinese. We call him Beijing Biden. Bought and paid for. But I want everybody to go to www.toplobster.com. He does amazing work. He's an incredible artist. He makes liberty-flavored memes that are almost as spicy as a blowjob from Stormy Daniels. And believe me, I know spice. Check out his work. Commission him to make you something. Look at his memes. Promote him. Go to the website, buy some merch, because nobody does Liberty merch better than my boy Danny, Top Lobster. God bless you all. God bless America. God bless Sarah Palin the Eagle. What a gorgeous piece of ass she is. Unbelievable. And God bless the Trump family. <laughs> I'm dying right now, man. Look, look, uh... My guest tonight is is the hand of God, the man behind all the wonderful graphics you see for this show, uh, the man behind so many awesome uh, default profile pics on uh, Twitter. He is Mr. Top Lobster. How you doing tonight, sir? How you doing, Josh? I'm doing good, man. Uh -oh. Nice to talk to you in the digital flesh. Yeah, look at it. <laughs> what's going on with your background there, man. What do you mean? <laughs> it looks just like my background. What's going on? Oh, this is like that all the time. I don't know what, what's going on with you, brother. It's it's <laughs> what a great what a great aesthetic. What a great show you have here, man. I'm oh, love it. I'm I'm happy to be here. Well, I you know I, <laughs> the aesthetic wouldn't be half what it is uh, today if it wasn't for you, man. You know that. Not even not even close to less than half. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. But that's all bullshit, man. This guy's he's doing the heavy lifting. You see him here every day, five days a week. He's grinding for you people, giving you entertainment. <laughs> Absolutely. And as you guys know, I, I talked a little bit about this in the beginning. If you become a channel member now, you have custom hand-drawn emojis and badges. You can see the purple uh, BTC badge on all the members now. Once you hit a month, I believe it turns green. Uh, then there's a white one. There's the gold. The coveted gold is going to be when you make it a year. We'll see how many of you make it a year. We'll see if I make it a year. You guys are driving me at this point. But, uh, dude, what happened? You got look, – let's start off – look, let's start off with your uh, – 
your journey to Liberty, man? Because I know you kind of might have had a different story than me. You know what I mean? I think I think you might have a different story than most people. But why don't you uh, tell us how you got to where you are? I mean, you, you're you're are you full blown libertarian yet, man? Are you like a libertarian party mem- party member yet? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually part of the party. I, I'm a dues paying member to the Mises Caucus. Uh, but I I wouldn't consider myself like uh at I'm I'm libertarian adjacent, but I, I share all the values. I just I don't like I don't like politics. It it, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. But uh, how how I got here? Uh, there we go. We got to rep the you know this is my, my hometown, New York City. Fuck this place. Yeah. So you know, born and raised in New York and Brooklyn, and uh, I guess w- when you're there, you, you think that you're some kind of you're you're a Democrat automatically because you're a some like you're a minority and you're in. You're in New York. You don't really know any better. And uh, 2016 kind of shook me up, maybe a little before 2016, because you started to see some cracks in the matrix and people acting strange. And uh, I, I realized politics was a lot more involved with my life than than I than I thought it was. So started paying attention to what was going on. And I saw the Trump movement. I saw the people that I know, or they were just, like acting really strange about uh about this guy and for no reason. So I, I just did some more investigation. I started to like pay attention. I, I woke up, you know, I was, I was woke. Um, and from there, I, I guess I kind of was like leaning right for a long time. And then, you know, you start to see the, the flaws and the cracks in that conservative way of thinking. Cause it, it that, that suit didn't exactly fit. So I, I, you know, let's try on another suit. Let's go down this path. Maybe it's, it's more of like, I don't know, the, you know, the shit posting writers, that doesn't feel right either. Then you, uh, uh, one, one day I was walking my dog and, uh, Joe Rogan, one of his clips played and there goes, uh, you know, Davey boy Smith and he's talking all that Liberty stuff. And at, at first I was like, uh, that Liberty eh. shit. That's all right. You Yo, that it. Liberty shit. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. This is, <laughs> I'm censoring myself like Twitter does. I'm not trying to get banned from here too. But uh, so, yeah, I, I uh, he, he came on and the stuff he was I don't even remember exactly what he was saying, but it turned me off like almost immediately because he's talking about he was talking about uh, like more like left libertarian stuff, but just freedom, things that conservatives conservatives would find uncomfortable. And I said, let me listen to this guy some more. So I heard him out and it was like maybe a 20 minute clip of one of his episodes from like a year back or so. Who, who knows when it was from? And from then on, I was like, that's it. Changed my mind completely. And uh, I've been on this road ever since just, you know, reading and listening to people like you, people like Dave Smith, like, you know, Pete Raymond, I, Pete, <laughs> Pete Raymond, uh, Pete Quinones, I got to meet at Pork Fest. There's a, <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of these people, Tom Woods and, 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 and here I am. Yeah, man. I'm just, I'm like mesmerized by your background right now, dude. It's killing me. I don't know. You like Drew, you like oh. Drew, you, no, no, keep it on. Keep it on. It's great. Sure, I could change it. It's not. I mean, what else? I don't want to. <laughs> no, it's great. But I just, I can't believe the detail of my set that you got in there. Oh, nah, I'll change it. I'll change. It. I don't want to. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> it's a little better. Oh my god, that's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. God, Archie, why did you shave the beard? He should have kept the beard. Give a little Joe Biden sniff. Does right he got there, teeth? Right? You know. Do you think he's got teeth? I can't even tell. I, maybe he has teeth at the bottom, but not, I really wanted to meet him at Porkfest, but he he didn't. He bailed. He bailed. Let's talk <laughs> yeah, about that. Archie no Archie set up a, a debate on bigotry. <laughs> yes, and I don't with, think he with knew Kevin who, Tyson. Yeah, with Kevin Tyson, and I don't know. I don't know that he knew who he was going to debate. But it, well, he had to know the guy was black. I knew the guy was black before, well before I got there. I just, so, I think that it's so funny that Archie's like, a debate on bigotry? I'll be right there. And then they're like, by the way, the guy you're debating is black. He's like, just kidding. I'm not even going <laughs> to show up. Yeah. Actually, my mom's car broke down, so I can't make it. <laughs> I think that was his excuse. Oh, but, my God. Dude, someone's yeah. got to get in there and, and take his Vermont syrup away and get a new chair in that in that state, man. Yeah. Vermont's pretty pretty damn close, too. He could have been there for probably like an hour or so. Sure. But I... I think maybe he thought that we were, people were going to be hostile towards him, and uh, I get it. But no, I I actually wanted to meet him and like you know say hi because it, it's whatever. This you know, is you know you know what's fucked up about so so Archie supported my chair run in 2018, right? Yeah. I don't know if he supported me until I don't know. I can't remember if he flipped after 20. No, I think it was before 2020 that he really flipped. Uh, but we were like friends, man. Like I liked Archie. He was like cool, and then he mm. like. 
the Mises caucus broke him by posting a fucking meme that he didn't like. And they refused to like apologize about it. You know what I mean? Which that is, meme was tight, man. Yeah, it was a good meme. <laughs> which, 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 by the way, like, don't fucking apologize about it ever. You know what I mean? Like, and and that's something that I had to learn the hard way. Don't capitulate to these assholes because it doesn't matter what you do; they're going to keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I learned that the hard way about the fakertarians. I'm sure you've you've had some of the same, uh, you've yeah. had some of the same experiences with the same people. You know, and it was it was like. Uh, you know, I capitulated prior to 2020. You know what I mean? I did. I, I like, uh, I, you know, I, I conceded points to, to the Fakertarians and some other people, and, and I regretted it. I mean, I fucking regret it. They started going at, at me harder after I'd said, oh, yeah, we agree in these areas. You know what I mean? That's well, cool. We yeah, agree. That, this is a, that's a Jordan Peterson thing. That's like my, uh, my logo and my brand is Lobster after the Jordan Peterson book, Chapter 1. I think you got it back there. Um, yeah, he's... Uh, and anyway, <laughs> I got it around here somewhere. Oh, you know what? I think yeah. my I think my fiance took it upstairs to uh, to give to my sixteen year old to make her read it. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know I I don't even have one here now. I have his second book because I buy them and I give them away. I give them to people who I my cousins or whatever who I think needs it. And if they read it, that's on them. But he he said one of the most important things he said that I I'll always take away with me is just don't apologize to the mob because they're gonna try. They hate you. They're gonna try to kill you anyway. So. We're, I think we're going to call it cough, cough where you just double down. <laughs> Dude, did you watch that whole thing, that whole show of him on Fangertarians? No, no, I was, I was busy, but I caught a couple of minutes and I was like, this is just garbage. These, you know, those, those Dude, people are. I had to get up for yeah. work at like 430 this morning, right? And we went for 4th of July, went to my next door neighbor's house at like 2.30 and then stayed there until 7 or 8. Yeah, there it is. Oh, God, <laughs> that thing. Uh, and, and how dare that thing desecrate Karen Ann's name first of all uh but anyways oh. so so uh we went to my next door neighbor's house like 2 30 and then we went to my buddy Jacob's house who's a, a Mises caucus member here in Iowa one of the one of the original Mises caucus members in Iowa cool guy really good friend of me uh we went to his house and did fireworks we didn't get home till like after 11 right and uh and I found this thing this show that you have behind you and it's got Jeremy Kaufman on it and so I, I was like oh I'm gonna watch five or ten minutes of this and go to bed I ended up watching the whole damn thing dude oh god and Jeremy just I mean they had no answer for him whatsoever he's he was smarter than everyone on the show combined there's no doubt about it whatsoever yeah and, it, and it's unfortunate that you know John Hudak used to also be a very good friend of mine mm. very good friend like we were like I stayed at his apartment when I was in Miami like you know what I mean like he's a very good friend of mine I think that's the guy that I threatened to smack. I'm sorry. Is he, the, what, is he the one with the biceps, with the shirt, his sleeves? Oh, if you want to call him biceps, I guess so. <laughs> well, here's the thing. He actually, so he's like an actual like bodybuilder. Like the guy fucking, it can lift very heavy for. But he's like four. Oh. He's like four foot eight. I mean, he's you know what I mean. So it's not like. So then it would be a fair fight. I was like, maybe maybe we could do the uh, what's that the rough and rowdy. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I have training but i'm not i don't I, have any like formal I, fight experience i so. would have i would have said absolutely but then i saw your pictures at pork fest and realized you're a little out of his weight class i think <laughs> well well i you know, i'm a heavyweight and uh the, you know when you talk to me i think you should show some respect yeah. that's what I think. <laughs> he, 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 realized, looks, he looks like he's 40 pounds and, and he's, you know. i think he's probably i think he's about 155 or 150 or something right. he's small but does he build 900 pound gazebos exactly i thought see i thought you were smaller and then I saw a picture of you, and I'm like, "Wow, this guy's a thick boy like me, man." Yeah, two C's, well, three C's now, man. I, you know, with the kids, it's <laughs> it's hard to like get out and run and exercise. But yeah, see, I went the opposite <laughs> way. We got all these kids, and now I don't eat seconds anymore because there's never anything when I get back to the stove, dude. It's like I like, I, you know, it's funny because I I always eat dinner. You know, I get home from my my 12 hour shifts right at at, at uh, about six o'clock. The show starts at seven thirty. I still got to get everything programmed, take a shower, eat dinner, right? And so I'll yeah. I'll have like one round of dinner. And then I'll run down here, like thinking, "Oh, I'll get some some seconds when I'm done with the show at like you know nine o'clock." And I get up there, and everything's oh. just gone. Like, oh yeah. man, well I'm going to bed hungry, I guess. Thanks, kids. The, the nine year old boy, huh? Oh, like those those yeah, they eat, man. Yeah, those kids eat. Well, we got yeah, we got everything from sixteen down, man. I mean, pretty much, you know. And, and fiance, <laughs> the fiance is like, "Let's have another one." I'm like, "Fuck, man." Oh, my my wife might be watching now. She suggested the same, but man, yeah, I'm I'm tired. Yeah, dude. Uh, we got some super chats I want to address. For some reason, my my live chat buttons on my stream deck are not working. I may have to restart my my whole stream deck and stuff. But uh, uh, read from the naturalist, naturalist capitalist said, "Don't let Ryan Dawson kill him for drawing him too short." What's the what's the story there, man? Why does he keep saying that? Uh, yeah, that was my bad, Ryan. I <laughs> it, <laughs> I did. 
<laughs> oh, I should have known. I, I Reed, Reed hit me up, and he's he was doing the Four Horsemen episode with Dave Smith, uh, Eric Jackman. Eric Jackman, huge plug to him, man, because he he did that Trump video for me. It was tremendous. Believe me, Jackman Radios. It's a great show, man. Him and his brother, they go deep on stuff. They they're knowledgeable. So those three guys and Ryan Dawson, of course, because that's the the Four Horsemen, and they have one interchangeable guest usually. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna do something crazy. Uh, so I said, Reed, what do you want? And he said, just go for it. And I was like, are you sure? Because every time Josh asked me to go for it, I'll draw, we'll fight, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, as you actually, draw, as you actually drew his dick first and then blurted it out. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my wife was next to me. She's like, how does that make you feel drawing it? And I was like, I don't feel anything. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's I feel dead. In, I'm dead inside right now. Thank you. I've, I've been dead inside for years. This is, <laughs> this is nothing. So, so anyway, so I was like, all right, cool. So, uh, like four horsemen, and I thought immediately of uh, that meme with Putin and Trump on the, you know, on the horse. So I was like, all right. So I, I looked it up for reference, and I drew the horse, and then I drew all their faces, and I, I kind of power duplicated the body. So the three guys that are the same size, I just you can power duplicate it instead of drawing three separate things. Sure. And for some reason, uh, I put Ryan in the middle, but he was just like maybe slightly shorter. Than he would have liked to have been, and it was a, it was a huge issue. <laughs> I sent it to him. I was like, "Oh, check this out! It's pretty cool." And he just messaged me back. He's like, "I'm not short. I'm not fat." And I'm like, "Oh man, that's rough. My bad." He, he didn't look fat. <laughs> he didn't look fat to me in that one. You know what's weird? Before I started uh, drawing for your show, I don't know what anyone looks like. I I sort of knew what you look like because I just listened to this stuff. Right. Uh, I'm in my truck or my car, and I'm listening to podcasts. So. Most people, you're like, draw this guy. And then I look, it's the first time I'm seeing them. So Ryan Dawson, I've sort of seen him, but he's also, he's sitting down. Yeah, he's so always sitting like, down. Drew Hancock, I thought that that guy didn't have legs for the longest time because he just looked like, like maybe like a, what, what, a Professor X. And he's like 6'4", <laughs> man. I know. What the hell? He's a man giant. So who knows? It, you know, at Porkfest, everybody that I met was either taller than I thought they'd be or shorter. And I was like the median, like average Puerto Rican height, like just right in the middle. But every Reed was taller than I thought he'd be. He was also less of like, I, I thought he'd be a better driver. He's not so great. Oh, but, shit. Reed, you heard that? That's a call out, buddy. Second best trucker. Second best. He trick. knows what's up. Even his his dad was there. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, I know." It was like, <laughs> <laughs> Eric Brakey was shorter than I thought he'd be. It was yeah, like he's a little it, guy. all over the place. I, you know, I had no, I have no idea. I'm just seeing the pictures and people. <laughs> I was so shocked by everything. Absolutely. I was actually the the most shocked. Uh, Pete Quinones, uh, he like recognized me maybe because of the hat or something something and he like gave me a hug i was like holy shit like what a nice guy you know <laughs> yeah he's a nice guy pete, that's I, I talked about that recently on the show like pete is the the ultimate edgelord dude like he literally he, he makes people cry online all the time but he's like the nicest like kind-heartedest dude i've ever met in person like he's yeah. just really really nice and 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 and, and next to tom woods because tom woods is the most kind person i've ever met i didn't get to meet tom woods i i saw him like from across and he was like mobbed by people so I was like, ah, I'll, I'll see him tomorrow. And the next day I didn't see him. I was like, damn, I wanted yeah. to get a like, picture. Just say hi. He but, <laughs> He's very short. He's a very little guy. He was, Yeah, I could tell from, from far away. He was a, he's like 5'4 or something. <laughs> uh, let's see. Rich Clark, thank you so much for the $10 uh, uh, super chat. He said, it screws with Fakertarians more when they meet LPMC and they learn we're not actually bigots racist. Turns out Twitter isn't real life. Mm. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah, you know that they initially. Well, they're still calling me racist. They they said that I'm wearing a clan hood because I made a comment about a, a Jewish owner when the owner actually was Jewish. Right, of the right. Team that we were talking about. But to that, I will say that my wife, I'll have you know, she is well half Puerto Rican, uh, part Italian, part hey! Jewish. Hey, mama mia! <laughs> yeah. So she's she's half Italian and Puerto Rican, and then the other half is black and Jewish. Oh man. So, Yes. Is this and like that's a, is this I like hate a, her half the time? Yeah. Is this like a, is this like a, <laughs> I have a black friend thing going on right now? It's cool? exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. I that, have a black. Friend. She lives with me. So so <laughs> some story some story behind this. I, I found before Top Lobster helped out with the show like almost at all. I had found his gear and I liked it a lot and I was sharing it a lot like randomly sharing it and then I was talking to you about like wearing your gear on my show that I was getting ready to start and then uh, every single time I would post your link or post something. 
like Hudak or the Fakertarians would show up and be like, oh, this guy? And they dropped this one screenshot from a private chat where he talked about a Jew owner of a basketball team who was actually Jewish, by the way. You know what's crazy? If they actually, like, took, if they weren't such retards and they took the time to look through the chat, there was so much worse stuff in that chat. Oh, I'm sure. I was like, that's what I'm waiting for them to like. Maybe they have the documents. <laughs> they're gonna produce the documents. They're I was like, bu- they're building. I, like, the t- sure. They're building the. They're building the case with Archie right now. Yeah, so, somebody commented uh, about the documents meme I posted. They said, "Sir, this is just a. This is a folder full of <laughs> loose Wendy's receipts." <laughs> that cracked me all. Like, <laughs> uh, my buddy Craig here from uh, from from Iowa. He's actually he does a really cool podcast called The Midwest Voluntarist. Uh, he's a great guy. He said, always wondered why the name Top Lobster. Oh, uh, yeah, well, it's a, uh, so in the second, in the first chapter of the Jordan Peterson book, it, it talks about lobsters and, uh, it, it's relating lobsters and dopamine to, to, I guess our lives because we, we actually run on the same neural system. We use dopamine as a high, like online, you know, we're constantly clicking or refreshing whatever, whatever we're looking at. But the, the lobsters, when they fight each other, uh, the winning lobster will gain more dopamine and he'll stand up taller and, and stronger. And that's kind of what that's that's what I was going for. It was like a like a on the like I, I used to say I'm at the I'm at the top of the dominance hierarchy, <laughs> like the memeology dominance hierarchy. So, you know, I was using a play to that, but it also works for the Internet thing because we're all on here for. For likes and you know retweets and shit like that. Subs, subscribe to this channel, dog. Yeah, subscribe to the channel. What are you doing? There's people watching now. You're not subscribed. You're not joined. You can't use some dope ass memes. I'm about to drop one right here. Look at that guy. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, guys. It's uh, it's funny because um, the more you guys subscribe and the more you guys super chat and the more you guys become members of the channel and the Patreon, the more top lobster gets paid. That's how that works. That is true. Yes. It's a trickle-down economics. <laughs> trickle-down economics. Yeah, yeah. I, I, You know, I like to act like – he likes to act like I put in all the work, but he's really the one that does all the work on the show. I come home and click some some buttons, upload some shit, and then I turn on some lights and I go. You know what I mean? This guy is sitting around drawing constantly for the show. I, it, it's got to be a daily thing for you now, right, yeah. just the show? Well, is it okay to tell them now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, see, I, I put this, like, the screen behind me because – I'm actually in the dungeon in Iowa. He doesn't really let, let me out and just uh, just send, send some help. <laughs> please, please send <laughs> some help or hand, some bro. water or something. Jesus. <laughs> something. I mean, it's it's COVID-free down here, but it's it, these are poor working conditions, we, really, we Josh. Keep, we keep the AC on for the guy. You know what I mean? It's not. It's, <laughs> we're not trying to, to human him out. Um, uh, <laughs> Reed dropped another super chat. Thank you so much. He's like, I haul machines heavier than Danny's truck when it's fully loaded. Damn. Uh, oh, just the, with the flex on the I hold 900 pound gazebos. Okay, Reed. I mean, listen, you know, Reed, Reed was actually talking. His, his strategy is out there in the open now, and I know what's up. He's like, we have to make Top Lobster so successful that he stops trucking. So that way there is not even a competition between the best trucker. Oh, that's, that's right. That's why he's throwing yeah. super chats because he knows you're going to get paid. Uh, and then you can't be a trucker anymore. Uh, every, you know, you can always throw up the bundle of sticks uh, logo or uh, emoji that you created. <laughs> brutal. <laughs> I don't know Sorry, if you guys – have you guys not seen the awesome uh, uh, custom emojis that he's made yet? This, these things are great, man. Look at – hold on. I, I'm, I have to go, like, into the actual browser here because um, my stream deck isn't working, but – I'll drop all the, the ones that will let us right now. That's that's all the logos we have currently. Uh, so everybody, as more people become members of the channel, which you can join under any of the videos uh, for just a small fee every month, uh, we can upload more emojis. So they're all hand drawn by Top Lobster. And trust me, we haven't even put the best ones out there yet, except for the except for the Nick Ashley one. That's that's the best one. That's hand, yeah, hands down. That's my favorite. I love Nick, man. <laughs> Nick, but you know, I mean, he keeps on denying my advances, though. I'm like, like, want to well, make out? He's like, no. Like, come on, dude. Well, he's already I got Sar- a- he's already got Sarwark, buddy. Oh wow! You know? I'm, wait up! I have I have one for Sarwark here. Here we go. Oh, we Bam! Another, we got another background there. Are you dropping? No, no. <laughs> dropping an emoji for Sarwark. You know, I wanted to meet Sarwark too at at Porkfest, but I just didn't have the balls to like go up to him. I was. I think I was watching Hornberger speak and I looked behind me and, and my friend was like, oh shit, that's Nick Sarwick. He had like dark sunglasses on and he was looking kind of shady, but he didn't look approachable. So 
Like I, you know, I'm not going to go up there and like attack these people. And I also have my Dave Smith hoodie on because I got to I got to troll Dave Smith by taking a picture of him with the hoodie on with him on my hoodie. So I was like, yeah. Oh my god, I wonder I wonder if I can do this uh while we're while we're uh doing this stuff, while we're talking. Uh, I have the first video of me ever meeting Nick Sarwark. I went to, I showed up to the Arizona State Convention uh with unknown, like no one knew I was coming. Uh, actually Adam Kokesh and some other people helped me get there, right? And uh Adam pulled out his video camera at the end of the business first business day. I was like, "All right, go call him out for a debate." And so, like, I walk up to him, and he's, like, shuffling through his papers. And I'm like, hey, Nick, how's it going, bud? Like, like right up to him. Oh, my God. I wonder if I can – I bet I could find it and play it on the show. And people would be like, what? Um, if I can figure oh, out damn. how to do did, it. Did you – you Steven Crowdered him? Is that what you did? This yeah. Is what we're going like, with, like, legit – like, I legit – did like, yeah that's exactly what i did let me see if i can get into my drive here <laughs> josh is like yo i should be the chair of the lnc change my mind well and it was so funny <laughs> it was so funny because it was like this was um you know this was like like before anybody knew who i was but nick knew who i was because i was always talking talking smack about him you know what i mean because he this was like back when oh yeah i mean nick was just talking all kinds of crap you know what i mean let me see. It's, I think it was shared with me. Maybe I don't know. God. You know, I will. I will say this though. I I'm not the biggest name in the movement, but I am a little bit upset that like I'm not blocked by Archie. I'm not blocked by Nick. I mean, I keep, we're monetizing him with that shirt. Every time he posts something dumb, I'm just just smacking him with it, and he just keeps letting it happen. So I'm like, what what am I? Am I dead to you guys? I'm trying to trying to inflame you. Yeah, like that's the whole goal. Like. These people don't even understand that we're actually trolling them. Yeah, Holy. yeah. He seemed like a nice guy. Well, I mean, he seemed a little bit, uh, I don't know, fetish. That's why I didn't approach him. But who, Nick Starwark? Yeah. How how was that? How was that looking actually? Like, it was weird. I, like, he, yeah, he was in the back and like he was being he was being very sneaky with how he moved. Like he didn't want to be noticed, and he was kind of like Gene Gene Epstein talked to him, but besides that, people were just kind of avoiding him. Okay. Yeah. I think I think I found the Nick video, so we could we could watch this on the Top Lobster episode. Are you okay with that? It's yeah. Quick. I don't think I'll be it's, able to see it, but play it. Yeah. You can watch it on your on your cell phone or something, but it's only it's only like okay. It's only like I don't know thirty five seconds or forty seconds or something. I haven't I haven't got it loaded up yet. Here we go. I'm recording Josh. No, this video. Go ahead, man. Me on my own episode, but that's fine. No, 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 no. Trust me, it's a body on him. You're gonna see. You're gonna see how. He was like scared, man. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the volume on my phone. Go ahead. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hold on. I gotta mute you anyway. So. I'm recording Josh. Oh. This video. Go ahead, man. Say do your thing. He's sitting there. So, uh, what are you gonna do that debate, Nick? All right. How are you doing? Excellent. I'm very interested in this debate. I, I have a lot of interest in the future of the party. That's good. So just California or can we do some more debates? You know? Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. Sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is Down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts that's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over there we go that was fun <laughs> adam kokesh was like i have a well come on nick i want to know when this debate is i have a lot of interest in the future of the party and then the little elbow bump at the end i was like, all right buddy all right it was uh it was pretty yeah funny. when he first he first looked, he looked up at you like you were the the Yeti from uh, Monsters Inc. At first, <laughs> dude, it was so fun. It was so funny. I don't know if the people on the audio cast will be able to hear that, but you can you can head over 
Uh, it was like 20, 29 minutes in or something. You guys can head over to the, the YouTube and, uh, and check that out in 29 minutes in. And also, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel because it helps the algorithm, and then we get more uh, uh, viewers on Top Lobster, man. You know what I mean? There you go. That's the that's the goal. Yeah, man. He l- let me just say something real quick. And it's you know not to trash you, but man, the beard was a very good. <laughs> the beard's a good look, man. Oh yeah, the I know. Look, my mom hates it's, it. My mom and my grandma hates, hate it. They hate it. They're the only my mom people. Hates my beard, but yeah. yeah, they're the only people that hate it, dude. They're like literally everybody else. Like, don't ever shave your beard again, ever again. <laughs> that's what my wife says. She likes it. So oh. I leave. I mean, it's a, it's a crappy beard, but. You know, we do what we can here. That's that's who matters. <laughs> you know, really, at the end of the day, it's you love your mama, you love your grandma, right? But your wife is the one that matters. Yeah, well, she's she runs the show here. You know, yeah. did I mention that she's half black and half Jewish? So therefore, you know, whatever. She's that's, half that's and, and part Hispanic too, right? And part Hispanic. We could, we're just covering all the bases. She'll literally stab you in your sleep, dude, and then yeah. say a prayer next to your body. <laughs> she's ethno curious like uh nick ashley you know she's just <laughs> what the hell ethnicity is nick ashley turkish i think I, arabic i'm not sure i thought he was, was he from somalia it's Pro- turkish yeah, i think he's turkish i don't know is he in the chat no he's not in the chat he he's is in the chat oh, he's, he's, he is in the chat he's throwing up uh nick ashley and and top lobster emojis like you guys are gonna hug it out later i think i i listen i already asked him and he said no i think that that ship has sailed my mom, just, my mom is in the chat. I love your mom. Hi, hi, Cheryl. <laughs> she, and she, and for those guys, for those of you that don't know, she's changed her YouTube channel to CNC's Chip Check-ins for oh. as long as I can remember. Anytime uh, Lay's or any of these people have put out these new wild chip flavors, my mom always does like a review video of the chips with with the family back in Oregon. And oh. so now she has a YouTube channel doing that, and uh, it's it's campy and cheesy, but you should go follow, you should go subscribe to my mama because she'd be very happy. And then you get to know about all the great chips that come out before you uh, you get a chance to try them. So, are but, there new chips being released like every day? At the, like, is that the market for chips now? It's constant, man. It's constant. They got like they just they just did one like with the chili mango ones, which I'm sure you like. Oh. You're Hispanic. I'm sure you'd eat those. <laughs> Let me say something. If Doritos <laughs> is listening for some reason, these motherfuckers put out the 3D Doritos. You remember those from like oh, yeah. back in the day? Yeah, yeah. But they put them. They don't. They don't have them in the regular nacho cheese flavor. They have them in some other shit flavor. And chili it's like, cheese now. Chili cheese. It's okay, but it's not nostalgic enough. So I mean, guys, step your game up. Yeah, my and, mom, and, and my, honestly, the qu- oh. yeah, what did she say? No, no you go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the, the quality's not even 3D nachos and it's it's like a fritos you know what forget it this is getting this is off subject <laughs> before we go to the next subject the the picture i sent you of the artist the house i, I was at his house earlier today yeah uh, so he asked me he was like i you know danny i've seen you on a couple of live streams now and he's like i still don't know what the hell libertarianism is <laughs> he tuned into the episode with, with Reed uh, with the truckers. I was like, "Oh, t- tune in. You'll you'll find out. We're going to talk about liberty, maybe the non-aggression principle, or some shit like that." He was like, "Yeah, definitely." And it was just two hours of Quincy talking about eating ass. <laughs> eating, eating ass. God, I love that guy so much. I really, I want to have him on my show really bad, but his mic is really bad, dude. I don't know if it'll if it'll work. <laughs> Quincy, buy a new mic. I mean, this guy's he, you know, he's making all that overtime. You know, he has some kind. Yeah, of I'll money. let him. I'll let him come on and talk about eating ass for an hour. That's fine. YouTube won't kick you off for that. <laughs> they won't kick you off for that. I mean, that's actually encouraged, yeah. especially if you're telling children to do it. Yeah, don't you know if you <laughs> if you say stop funding Israel, they'll kick you off. But you you're allowed you're allowed you're allowed to you're allowed to talk about eating ass all you want. Uh, thanks to Craig for becoming a supporter of the show, man. We appreciate you. Uh, oh, sweet. So so let's let's get back into this interview before it's over. <laughs> Okay. We've been talking about chips and Nick Sarwark this whole time. Uh, Sorry, no, no, no. It's it's my mom's fault. We'll blame it on my mom. Uh, <laughs> what I mean, what possessed you to start drawing all this liberty shit, man? How did that start? Oh, uh, I I guess I was I've been drawing my whole life, and I've been doing a lot of things my whole life that don't necessarily uh, correlate to dollars in my pocket. So like uh, sports, um, music, music did for a little while. And uh, and drawing, I've been drawing my entire life. I was in like uh, junior high school talent program for this shit. And one day I I said, I want to put something on a shirt for my job. So I got like a cheap tablet and I drew something up and people bought it. So I was like, all right, cool. And then from there, I kind of just kept on messing around with different print on demand companies. I bought another tablet 
that one wasn't so good. Then I then I just went all the way. I have the the tablet I'm using as the video now is the MacBook Pro, and uh, I started to target like a niche audience because uh, I actually I don't think Tom Woods is listening, but I had put on Twitter I said, hey, uh, does anyone have a podcast about print on demand stuff? And Tom Woods answered me and he said, check out this show. It's called the the Sales on Demand with uh, uh, Adam Schneider. Oh, Schneider. So yeah, I checked yeah. it. Oh, you know, yeah, I think he does something for the Mises Caucus, but that guy's awesome, man. He he really like guided me in a in a good direction. I I don't use his uh, his technique per se, but but it's influenced by him. So I started to do niche stuff like Mother's Day, Father's Day, stuff like that, and I hated it because it's just I don't know, it's like boring whack stuff, and you don't really want to sit down and and do all this work for it'll make you some dollars, but it was boring. Um, then I, uh, the first thing I did was I, I did a piece for Robbie the fire with like a little, uh, like a King thing on his head. And it said, you know, the King of the cocks. Oh, sure, and yeah. he, yeah, he liked that. And it's actually, I think it's still his Twitter header, which is cool. Then I did that Dave Smith one, the libertarian Tupac, and he picked it up and they sold it on gas digital. So I was like, all right, there's like, there's a market here. People like this stuff. So, um, so I just kept doing it and I decided, you know what, even if like nobody cares or it doesn't work, I'm just going to draw what I want to draw. That's it. I'm, if I don't like it, I, I'm not going to do it anymore. And, uh, that's it. And then, and, uh, I think it was your sister, your sister bought my shirt and she sent it to you, right? Oh yeah. 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 Like randomly sent me, uh, the, 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 the Mises one. Yeah. That's, that's how it first started, which is pretty, I saw she sent it to you, to Joshua Smith and I was like, there's no, no way. It's just, you know, that's a common name. And I was like, I thought you were in California too. And it went to like Iowa. Yeah. So I was like, well, ah, I, got, I got the shirt and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this is dope, dude. I'm gonna message this guy because I know I know this guy. Like I see him on Twitter all the time and shit. I was like, man, did you just like randomly send me a shirt? I was trying to. I didn't know my sister had ordered it for me. Yeah, it's just like a Christmas gift or something. And uh, so, I was like, oh whoa, shit, I, I totally forgot about this. I owe all this shit to my sister. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> all of it, all of it. I owe it all to my sister. God damn uh yeah that's funny she sent me that then you made the logo for me the, the initial break the cycle logo yeah you had you said you're like oh i'm gonna do a podcast and i'm gonna revamp it and make it good and you were showing your set and all that and i was like let me take my shot so i just i drew a picture of wherever i could find you kind of sitting like how you are there and i drew it with the double guns and i sent it to you and you're like that's dope do you want to you want to be my slave? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I didn't. So here's the thing. When I, 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 I had this like idea where I wanted like, you know, the colors to flow on the feed for YouTube. And I reached out and I was like, yo, do you think you could help me with some, gra you know, graphics? I had no idea that he hand drew the shit at this point, by the way. I had no fucking idea at all. And I was like, I was like, I have this idea. It's a really cool idea. I want all my, you know, all my graphics uh, and thumbnails to kind of flow on the whole feed together. He's like, yeah, 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 I'll see what I can do. And then he starts drawing this shit, like hand drawing things. And he drew, he drew uh, Jacob Hornberger with a hamburger, with a hamburger in his, his, his hand. And I was, <laughs> I was hooked. That was it. I was like, this is perfect. I want it cartoony. I want it, you know, I want that, that, uh, that kind of synthwave vibe, and and he just nails it every single time. Yeah, the fact that he doesn't even know half the people that he's drawing is insane to me because it's like yeah. you, you capture the essence of everybody perfectly. Well, you you know you help out some sometimes if I don't know the guest, I'll be like, yo, what's this person about? And you'll kind of give me a direction, or maybe I'll listen to an episode of a podcast that they're on or something. I actually got to show Jacob Hornberger that picture and another one I did for uh, Michael Heiss. I'm I'm working on some Mises Caucus. Uh, t-shirts for him for them to you know raise money and uh, he he was cool he, he liked it i was like this is awesome <laughs> hornberger is like also one of the nicest guys and it's funny because he ran on such like an attack campaign when he was trying to get the the nomination he's like the really the friendliest dude i've ever met you know yeah also shorter than i thought Much i mean I, I was i was like shocked it was unbelievable dave smith was a a little taller than i thought <laughs> but no he's yeah they're about the right size everyone else completely shocked I, I I guess a bunch a bunch of people are saying that they keep dropping out of the stream for some reason. I wonder why. Oh, I wonder, that's not good. I, I want to check. I'm going to check the uh, the stream on my phone and see what's going on. See if we can't figure something out. It's probably probably my girl, my my uh, my daughter upstairs trying to do something on Netflix or something. Oh, I, I think the stream ended. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. It ended. 
I don't know. Let's click the live. See what we're doing. It says it's still live. No, I still got mine live, dude. Okay. All I'm right. looking. I'm looking at it right here. Look. I can hear myself. Everything's good. You're all are tripping, man. Tripping. But right. the um, show, the show must go on. The show <laughs> must go on. Must go on. But uh, yeah, man. Let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about internet uh, censoring, big tech, man. What's going on there? What 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 happened to you today, dude? Uh, yeah, that was yesterday. Uh, somebody posted that that screenshot again, and then uh, they called me a Nazi or something to that effect. So I just said, hey, uh, why don't you show your face so I know who to smack? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was that was at a day later. They they got me. It was kind of like a, you ever see like pro wrestling where the, the guy tags out and then the new one comes in. Like so like you know, Pete, Pete finally gets off of suspension and I'm like, I'm out. Tag tag Pete in and I'm out for a little while. So that's what happened. It's just a 12 hour uh, slap on the wrist. So I, I won't be communicating. I've only had three of those. I've only had three of the 12 hours. And what is the rule? Is it usually like baseball, three and you're out, right? But Twitter is... They haven't permanently removed me. I thought they did last time, so I started that new Twitter account, but then they let me back on after 24 hours or something. Uh, And now Facebook has let me rejoin for the first time in uh, like over six, eight months, something like that. Yeah, I, you know, on Twitter, so I'm, I'm, I'm banned, sort of, but I could still see what people are saying. So Dan Smots put something up, and apparently I have, like, an extremist content on my Facebook, which I don't even post to anymore, but I think that that's pretty damn cool. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, I'm brand new on Facebook, but every all my friends are getting those, those uh, warnings, and I'm not, so I'm pretty yeah. sure that I'm the guy they're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they didn't give it to Spike Cohen. You know, I... <laughs> for my actual friends in real life on Facebook, I am that person that's distributing these memes and saying this wild shit. So, yeah, I'm surprised that I'm not on. Maybe I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough to get blocked by Archie or Nick. I mean, Nick, Facebook still thinks Nick I'm ancillary to this. Nick won't block me. I've been talking shit directly to Nick on Twitter and Facebook for like four years. And he still doesn't yep. block me, but he never, ever responds to me on Twitter. Ever. <laughs> but I've knows better. But I've caught him. I've <laughs> caught him talking shit about me on Facebook since I've been banned. Now that I'm back on like the Fakertarians yeah. page and stuff, I see him talking shit about me in my absence. How the mighty have fallen! You're on a you're on a page with like two thousand losers, and it's honestly it's not even all of them. It's like us that are members there, and there's like fifty people that are just real losers. And the former chair of uh, the third largest political party is talking to some guy without a shirt and some whack designs. Yo, Fakertarians, if you want some designs done, <laughs> I'll do them for you. But I'm going to charge you <laughs> a lot of money. One Bitcoin, one full bit. We're doing the Michael Malice deal. One full Bitcoin and, and then we'll, we'll work with you there. That's what, I, that's what I always tell them. They, they, sometimes they pop into the chat if it's somebody they really hate, like Hotep Jesus or something. I'm like, all right, drop. You got yeah. to send money. This is disrespectful. They're not here. They show up for uh, Michael Heiss. Well, like, you know, that's Michael Heiss and Hotep Jesus. But, sure. I mean, I thought I did enough for them, but they're not here. That's fine. That's no. fine. <laughs> it was just the one comment. It wasn't enough for you, bud. Yeah, I, I, don't, like, I don't like dealing with these people. They're like, you know, it's like, like what happened today. It, the, the day that I would need to promote this show and use my small platform to do it, I decided to get reckless, sort of reckless the day before. And then look, look, at, look at this. You know, I'm trying to sell T-shirts. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm promoting you, buddy. I'm promoting you. You know, what I, I mean? appreciate you, man. <laughs> we got you guys. Better be following Top Lobster on on Twitter by now, man. I I, I remember when we first started uh, doing this. You were at what, like seven hundred follows or something. Oh, I don't even know. I didn't even. I wasn't even looking for followers, but yeah, I guess something now, like that. Now you're like over two thousand or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I I don't like to look at it because it's just kind of it's it's strange to me. It's like sometimes I'll in the before years I would post something and like nobody gave a shit. Like I would work real hard on a drawing and it's like hey whatever. Now, if I post something retarded, people like a hundred people like it. It's very weird. Yeah. Don't listen to me. Stop following me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's up, man? You you getting the hell out of New York or what? Yeah, yeah. Right outside the house here, we got over oh, on that side. The house is for sale. So if anyone is dumb enough to pay what we're asking <laughs> to live in this hellhole, come right ahead. Yeah, we we're, we're close. We had we had some offers already, and uh, we're, we're trying to get closer to the price that we want, and then and then we're out of here. We're moving to Iowa. Are you coming to Iowa, bud? 
You gonna come stay in, no. stay, come on, in the, stay in the basement for a while or what? Bro? You're already <laughs> I, used to the cold, man. You'll be all right. I saw you almost die like during the winter time. <laughs> Dude, it was brutal. He's texting me. He's like, "It's minus thirty. You should move here." Like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bastion of freedom here, man. You just got to deal with really cold winters. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go hang out with Tho Bishop for a little while. Oh, down in Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense, man. The, the Puerto Rican blood is not gonna do so well here, I imagine. You know what? When I go down there, I feel like this is my climate. This is this is like perfect for my blood. Yeah. So I gotta, you're built, <laughs> I you're built for it, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Tho, man. He's he's such a cool guy. I like I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't agree on strategy all the time, but I like Tho a lot, man. What, so what do you think? What do you think? Let's let's talk a little bit about that. What what do you think about this? This argument about the uh, the strategies, this post libertarian strategy uh, versus mm. the Mises Caucus strategy. Um, it, honestly, sometimes it's it's like whoever makes the latest argument is where I'm leaning. So, so Bishop, uh, Matt Erickson, uh, Buck Johnson, and my boy my boy Andrew, the Popular Liberty, they and you know Pete Quinones have, has been on this lately, and they make a lot of good points. They, I feel like they understand, they understand the enemy. They understand power, maybe a little bit more than, than like, uh, like party libertarians. I think, I think the party libertarians do understand the power aspect and what we're against and the CIA and all these people. But, but, uh, the suggestions that maybe like a Matt Erickson would use to wield power against your enemies might be more effective. It's honestly, it's not something that I'm interested in even doing because. I don't I don't like being involved with politics. I kind I want to work and I I want to make enough money so that taxation doesn't matter. And oh, I hate that, dude. <laughs> I like Matt, man. I like I want to I, I want to clear I have to clarify this every time I talk about this subject cuz I actually like Matt. I think Matt's really cool. But he's, I'm going to clown him on that fucking statement repeatedly, dude. It was one of the dumbest statements I've ever heard. I was just like <laughs> for better or worse. I, I, you know, I I don't know. I think it was just the way it was phrased. I don't think it was actually that dumb. I think I think it was the way it was phrased. Uh like yeah, okay, I get it. Like if you're not going to be able to beat the system right now, make more money so it's a minor inconvenience but that doesn't help everybody that doesn't help doesn't. that doesn't help 90% of the people and and i want to burn still right well and i want to yeah. burn these systems down man completely you, you know, know what i mean the, the guy andrew from popular liberty actually has a theory about uh oh my god uh, i'm going to forget the name of it but he he talks about power strategy and actually taxation and how it will how it like if you if you starve the state it actually makes the state stronger a very interesting philosophy this guy has um, Wait, what? But how does that? It's, I know it sounds crazy, but he's he's mixing thermodynamics and uh, and political theory, and it's it's fascinating. It's it's worth a listen. It's on the latest uh, Freeman Beyond the Wall. But the Matt Erickson clip, man, that you know, we we did libertarians did what what the left does or what CNN does. We we just took the most uh, inflammatory clip that we could find in an hour and a half or two hour conversation, pulled it. And made this guy look like like an asshole. And I'm like, all right, that was, uh, you know, it was a little stupid. Although it was it was a ham-fisted comment. I think that he made it specifically to to uh, provoke people, and it worked. But but we're still not dealing with his larger argument. Sure, you know, I so think I, I think well, I, I definitely I definitely uh, value Matt's arguments much more than cipriana whatever the hell vin diesel has named himself <laughs> these days uh well, you see i i, I said i th- there's a hundred percent i'm a hundred percent sure this is a simulation because somebody someone commented that the webster dictionary definition for cipri uh whatever his name Cyprius is, is Prost- or whatever i don't know Cip- cyprian cyprian yeah, yeah. it the definition the first one that comes up is prostitute and i was like <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> Because Dave Smith just got off of a, of a podcast calling a prostitute for like an hour, and I was like, "Damn, that's rough." Well, and then you, saw like, my, that's you saw my your name. you saw my my quote tweet of him, right? Because he's like, he's like, for better or worse, uh, I <laughs> I'm more famous than Dave Smith, and blah 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 blah. And I quote tweeted him. I was like, "Bro, you were you were a gay you were a gay prostitute in Las Vegas." <laughs> was it a gay? It was gay. I, I, I never no, watched the show. not on the show. Uh, he was on a show called Gigolos that ran for like yeah. six seasons on Showtime. Let me be clear: Showtime after midnight, okay? Oh, not Showtime at nine o'clock or eight o'clock or seven o'clock. I mean, Showtime after midnight. Uh, yeah, you know, the raunchy, that's when you get the pseudo porn. Yeah, this you know, raunchy the shit, porn. right? Apparently, he was hanging good dong. I don't know, but uh, you know, of course, they sh- they showed all these guys with with J- with uh, James, right? Like women. 
But okay. he was in Vegas. He, for the right price, you know he went gay. There's just no doubt about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not stupid. See, I don't, I, I don't want to – I wouldn't have, like, went hard. It doesn't even matter. I'm, like, a small account anyway. But I had I had did something with uh, with Jose Gallas on, on his podcast, and I put a clip up, and then he came in, and he called me an idiot. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you, man. But I didn't say anything. I was like, I respect some of the work you do. You're some kind of a philosopher, and I think there's some value in what you bring. And then he just like went off. What he told me and Jose was that, oh, you know, you guys are. It was the quote from uh, Roosevelt's wife, where you know, small small minds discuss people, and he and he basically calling us idiots. And I was like, but then you went on for the next two months discussing Dave Smith. Oh, dude, like, he's, <laughs> he's broken. He's broke. He's. I've I've yeah, come man. I've come one hundred percent. I've come to the conclusion that he's either a a clout chaser or b a fed. And I'm starting to to think it's the latter, to be honest with you, because. I, I don't understand the guy. The guy ran away to Saipan, right? Tells everyone to stop being poor, basically. It runs away to <laughs> Saipan and then tells anybody who tries to fight the system here that they're idiots and this and that and this and that. But he's like on some desolate island with you know a couple of inbred people and and fucking and and, and hating on anybody who's trying to do work against the government, dude. Yeah. That's Fed shit. You're moving that. And in the words of the great Maj Touré, he's moving like a Fed, bro. <laughs> he might be but I, I never really thought about it i just thought I, I just thought he was like a bit egotistical and a prick but you know maybe listen if dave smith wants to go the route of running for president or you know michael heiss wants to do his mises caucus thing and i think they're doing a great job that's why i that's why i give them money and that's why i'll i'll support them but like, let them fucking do what they want to do like I don't know. It's if, if you have a better strategy, then do it and prove prove them wrong. Listen, it's, it, uh, hey, listen. Uh, uh, two million of us is not are not going to fit in Saipan, bro. You know what I mean? Sorry, it's not a better <laughs> strategy. Two million libertarians. I, I am sure there's at least two million in this country. I mean, hey, shit. Larry, Gary Johnson got almost five million votes, bro. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm sure there's autism. Yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> weaponized, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know that that was also you, your choices were Gary Johnson uh, or Donald Trump and and Hillary. And back in 2016, you know everybody's like, "Holy shit, this is happening! This is really a thing right now!" Like the the yeah. the reality, you're fired, guy, and the lady who kills all of her political rivals. Ouch. You know, I I will say like so the the trope about Johnson is that he makes libertarianism a joke. And during that election cycle, when I was paying attention to you know the the main candidates, it did seem like a joke to me someone who didn't really understand politics at all i was like what sure. the fuck is this guy about like gary, gary it was, was, yeah, okay. it was, it was weird I got, you know and i gary gets a lot of hate i actually you know i i actually liked gary for what he was i worked on gary's campaign i knew nothing about bill weld at the time if i had i would have i would have touched that campaign with a 10-foot pole but um gary was gary was pretty good in 2012 he was a, it was a different campaign um mm. I, I think he, from what I understand, he smoked way too much fucking weed in 2016, like on the campaign trail. And that's why he kept doing the, you know, and the, the heart attack, the faking a heart attack and, yeah. and just all this shit. Cause he was just high as fuck. And then, uh, nice. he showed up when, when, uh, Larry Sharp, who I have on the show this coming Friday, I'm really stoked. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, when Larry was running for governor, okay, there's a video. God, I wish I could find the video, man. I, Larry, I, I voted for you. If you're watching this, I vote. I got my parents voted for you too. You guys even it almost didn't sound matter. A, you guys sound a little bit alike. If you were more high pitched, you'd sound just like Larry. It's the, it's, <laughs> he does have a, he has a distinct voice. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's the accent, man. It's the New York accent. But uh, so so um, where was I going with this video? Oh, so so Gary showed up in New York City to do like a public endorsement of of Larry Sharp. And he was so high that I have to believe that Larry like probably asked him prior to doing it to not do it, but he comes up and he grabs Larry by the arm. He's like, "This is Larry Sharp, and <laughs> you guys should vote for him because he's awesome." And I'm just like, "Oh my god, dude. Like this isn't good for Larry, you know what I mean?" And uh so this was when I was working with uh Think Liberty back when we had founded Think Liberty and and uh we took the, a still frame of that and added Towley over it, over Gary Johnson <laughs> from South Park. <laughs> I'm <get> high. <laughs> Take him to Funky Town. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget it. It was one of my favorite memes because, God, he was. I just had never – like, this guy was a two-term ter, uh, uh, governor of New Mexico. He did great – for all intents and purposes, like, a, Gary was a great governor. 
He cut taxes like 13 times or something. I mean, cut a bunch of regulation out of, out of New Mexico. He did good stuff, you know. Uh, yeah. So, you know, when, when he was running for, for president, I, I didn't agree with a lot of shit. He's obviously had no fucking clue who he was talking about when it came to uh, libertarian economics and shit like that. But he tried to do the right thing, and he had his heart in the right place. But, man, did he smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, that that's like the disconnect. So my my friend, that's that's the artist. He's like, what the hell is libertarianism? But that's what they know about it. They see like Gary, and it, listen, like you said, he's a, he's a good libertarian. But that's what they see, and they're just confused. They're like, I, I'm just going to be a Republican, or I'm going to be a Democrat, or whatever they are, you know? Because there's no clear distinction of what we are. The people that well, well, we I don't know the people that that have run before haven't really done a good job of framing and explaining Austrian economics and and what we're about, even culturally. I, I mentioned, oh, we're, we're running a little late, but no, whatever, man, go going on. overtime. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mentioned to a couple people that Dave Smith, in his in his uh, the end of his comedy set, he kind of made like a, a play at uh, at conservative values and like having children and and having a wife and being, you know, and, and that being a, a cool idea. And I thought that that was interesting because it's something, you know, the right is not doing a good job at really being conservative or having any kind of culture. So maybe libertarians could could fill that space, you know, instead of in, instead of just being like a joke where people see us as being wild. Maybe they see us as a guy in his basement with 15 kids working 12 hour shifts, doing a podcast and being really serious about it. And right. I actually want to commend you. I was telling my, my wife about about you and what you do. And she was like, like, holy shit. It's like, yeah, now he's he's actually living out his principles. That's super important. You could have you could have let those kids that were, you know, from your ex-wife, you could have just let them go into the system and say, get chewed up and spit out. It's easier for me. I don't have to work. And you could have, you know, you could have told uh, Julia, like, eh, I don't really want to have kids that aren't mine and just, you know, abdicated that duty. But you didn't. You took on the responsibility. And that's what liberty, I think, is about. And look how serious we're getting. This is ridiculous. I know, I know, but, I know. But but it's you know I I agree with you. And they still call me a deadbeat yeah. dad online, man. So the, eh, know. fuck him, fuck him. <laughs> that's what and Matt Erickson. I think it's him. But he makes the he makes the point, or one of these people make the point that liberty is responsibility. So when you're selling it to people, you're selling them the responsibility of whatever the state is doing now. We're telling we're telling people like, hey, all this all this stuff that like all these amenities that the state gives you for free, that should be on your shoulders, whether it be garbage or security, fire, whatever, whatever you can think of, that, sh that should be on, on us to, to figure out by ourselves. And, and I don't know, maybe we're not doing a good job of selling it, or maybe people aren't ready. I don't know. I, I think Michael Heiss has a good idea with his, because he's very closely tied in with Jordan Peterson. And that's, that's something that that's important to this movement because liberty is responsibility. You want you want to be free people got to step up yeah and i've said i said it on the show a bunch of times since i've had him on but patrick smith came on my show and and uh still one of the things that hangs with me the most is is i asked pat you know what what do you think because you know he's not a politics guy he ran for not governor of texas um, awesome <laughs> and and he said uh and he said uh I, or I asked him i said you know pat what do you, you know you're not a politics guy you're an anarchist you're an ancap i get that what do you think is the best way to to further our causes are you know of liberty in this country and he looked me dead in the eye and said you know better yourself that's that's you know because then you your community sees that and they start doing better and then you know the outside neighborhoods start seeing that and they start doing better and that's that's really what it's all about man but yeah yeah man but, we're uh, yeah sorry I, oh yeah. no i was gonna say uh, uh matt erickson just got into the the chat we were talking about you bud we were we were <laughs> What's up, Maggie? We just called you gay real quick, but what's up, bro? It's stupid, too. <laughs> stupid. Big and dumb. Stupid. The big dumb. <laughs> it's not true. Rewind it. I, I, pref I prefaced it with uh, uh, that I, I really do like you and stuff first, though. I promise. I would like to draw Matt Erickson, but that's just that's a side note. But <laughs> I think before you end it, I, I, I was going to say, I think that like what the left does to demonize people like Jordan Peterson, who, who he's preaching to young men about responsibility and like so, a book that I gave to my cousin, uh, his book. I, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't even read it because he he sees the name and then right away he thinks uh, bigot or whatever they're calling him, whatever pop word of the day. But there's so much value in that man, especially you know young men with with children. You're looking to have kids or have a relationship. There's a lot of value in what this guy is bringing. And 
the way they demonize him, it's it's just fucking evil because it writes off these these ideas of being of being free, and and it, it writes it off before they even get there. So I don't know. We need to do a better job of either breaking that mold or just I, I have no idea what to do. I agree, man. I don't know. I agree, brother. Tell these great people where they can find you and what you're up to next. You can find me at uh, Top Lobster underscore at uh, Twitter when I'm not banned. You can go to toplobster.com for all the merch and whatever Josh says and all that stuff. I'm also going to be uh, working on a physic- like some physical pieces. Maybe I'll send you one like a big canvas of like uh, my idea is to do some 3D printed art there to, to have actual artwork and, and try to build a culture in this libertarian movement or something. And, uh, sure, sure. I, uh, I was talking with a good friend that I've had on the show that, that you guys might be doing some kind of project in the future, uh, too. Maybe some, some kind of novel graphic, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, what's up, bro? Yeah. yeah. It, we, we had, we talked about that a little bit, too. So, yeah, that, that would be interesting because we're moving into culture. Eric July, where, where you at, man? I'm, you know. Yeah, we've been I'm waiting to have Josh. Eric July on the show forever, man. It, it, he even yeah. he even finally started following me on Twitter after all that all that hubloo, and now and he still hasn't responded to me. So uh, that's all right. We'll, we'll we'll reach him one day. One of but, these, you know, one of these days, man. <laughs> one of these. Hey, one of these days, my YouTube channel is going to be bigger than his, and I'm gonna be like, see, Eric, I told you, man. Yeah, dude, this just... YouTube channel is going to be banned very soon. <laughs> I know. That, I, I meant Odyssey of my Odyssey channel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's hope not, man. Let's hope that Google that at least gives us a break. Uh, you know, some warnings first. But I, I I got Ryan Dawson coming on on Wednesday, so we'll see what happens. Uh, tell him I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let him know that you said you're sorry. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you a lot. I'll, I'll see you here in about uh, two minutes for the for the after hours exclusive content, bro. All right. Don't forget to break the cycle. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> All right, guys, another awesome episode, man. Go and follow this man. Give this man your money. He's obviously a sponsor of the show, but really, he needs to get paid for the, all the work that he does. So if you guys got it in your heart to find some pretty dope Top Lobster gear at toplobster.com, go check it out. It's good stuff. Uh, check out my other sponsors, Lorenzotti.coffee, for all your delicious Italian coffee needs. Delivered directly to your door. Use the, the code BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Uh, of course, anthemplanning.com, executive producers of the show, wonderful people for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your home, your business, or your personal life. And of course, my friend, toplobsta.com, where now you can get his uh, new stuff several weeks prior to it going out to the general population. Uh, if you sign up for the Patreon or the subscribe star and get into the Discord chat where he drops it early and you get it at a Huge deep discount, like 30%. So do that while you can. Guys, coming up on the show uh, tomorrow, I'm going to have Jeff Shipley, state rep from Iowa, probably one of the most interesting people I've ever had the uh, pleasure of speaking with. We'll be in the studio, so it'll be my second ever in the studio show. The first one was with my mother several uh, months ago. If you haven't checked that out, it was a lot of fun. I love my mom. We red-pilled her on the show. It was a good time. Uh, Wednesday, I'm going to have Mr. Ryan Dawson on. It's going to be insane. Uh, we're hoping not to get completely booted from YouTube. Probably won't be able to monetize that show, but that's okay. Thursday, I have New York Times bestseller Carol, Carol Roth coming on. And Friday, I have my good friend and mentor, Mr. Larry Sharp uh, of New York coming on. So it's going to be a really good week. I appreciate you guys. Please join this channel so you can check out all the exclusive content after the show. I always start a new stream after every show to do exclusive content. You can join that by becoming a member of the show for a low fee every month. Or check out the Patreon and subscribe star at backslash, or I guess it's not backslash, just slash uh, Break the Cycle JS for both of them. You will get the content the next morning, plus other cool swag, uh, including the big discounts for Top Lobster. Guys, I will see you tomorrow for the show with Jeff Shipley. But until then, don't forget to break the cycle. Due to legal reasons, I just have to explain. The lyrics of my last song may seem to contain a violent call to action in the verse and refrain. But I just spent it in Minecraft. The helicopter part was in reference to GTA 5 and the things you do So any violence you commit, I am not an excuse Because I just spent it in Minecraft Well, Chipper is my friend and he's constantly cold Accusations of incitement getting totally old Make your own 
choices, yeah, you have control Because I just meant it in Minecraft Obviously, I would never advocate force Unless there's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft There's nothing I mean, you know it No product finish gets it close to COVID 